Everyone Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Braden, and I am joined, as always, by the pineapple from down south in Texas. It is warm down there today. It is also warm up north here in Rexburg, and we are going to talk about some NHL playoffs. And, uh, yeah, we're going to give our pick for the uh, series, explain what's happening in the playoffs this year as it's a little different. But before we get into all that, we're going to start off with, Alan, how are we doing today, man? Oh, I've been doing pretty good. Um, actually, um, it's great, um, especially having family come in and visiting the wonders of Texas. But also, it's been raining pretty much these past days, and I think it's going to be ra- – well, not I think. It's probably going to rain for probably the whole week, which uh, it comes with the season. But also, the big benefit is that you will see a lot of green – and that's not something when you think, when you see, when you think of Texas, green pastures. But other than that, it's great to have family in town and just to spend time with them, which I rarely see them in person. Now that I'm married, I rarely see them like, I only see them probably once a year, but it's great to have them here and to really just spend time with them as much as, much as possible. Yeah, and uh, family's always great. You know, it's nice to see family. Um, I'm going to shout out my brother real quick. He uh, just graduated Front Range Community College with his associate's degree before he even graduated high school. Uh, so congrats to him. And uh, yeah, but uh, we'll go. It, I'll just say I'll get my bachelor's before him. You know, that sibling rivalry. we got to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's great, Alan, that your family's coming into town. Uh I've met your family once. They're they're great people. So tell them hi for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I will. I'll I will tell them. So uh, yeah, for those watching our podcast feed, you might have noticed something strange the past well night. Uh, on uh, Braden Toro's Noble Sports Guys podcast, I mentioned that uh, we would have some episodes coming out that week. Well, life got in my way uh, with home with my senior year of school uh, working it an internship and all and just work in general so i got busy unable to get all that editing done until sunday night uh and so the three episodes we had recorded and kind of shouted out on our appearance with nfl minor leagues with a noble sports guy on the network of pineapple 22 media uh is now officially out so uh and they've already gotten some listens we'll uh post an update on our social media feeds to officially announce that here after we're done recording this episode as well as uh hopefully i have some time before my first class of the day to uh, get this one out there so uh we can get that preview and predictions of this uh nhl stanley cup playoffs preview out and uh before we get too far into the playoffs alan it's it's going to be nice to let's recap a little bit of the ending of the regular season there um, it was pretty much a tight race for a few weeks of the President's Trophy winners. And Alan, do you know what the President's Trophy is? Yeah, it's basically the uh, the trophy awarded to the team to the best record in all of the NHL. And um, some say, oh, it's a great trophy to have. But also, it does come with some big pressure getting that trophy, which not you don't see a lot of President Trophy winners ended up winning the World Cup, the World Cup, the Stanley Cup. Thanks, Park. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but uh, but yeah, pretty much it's it's a trophy to have for the best record, but that does not mean you're gonna win the Stanley Cup guaranteed. No, it doesn't. But uh, 
the team that won it this year, the last time that they actually won the Stan- the Stanley Cup was when they were President Trophy's winners. So uh, we'll we'll go with that when I talk about my ads. Well, maybe they might need it. We'll see. Well, and one of the benefits to having the President's Trophy for those that are new to hockey is not only do you get home ice advantage throughout the entire playoffs, which is huge, um, especially this year where fans aren't allowed in the building. And for the Avalanche, that's going to be a big deal as they have announced that they're upping uh, their attendance numbers by like a cup to like from like 4,500 to like, I want to say 7,000 or so, like something like that. Um, And so for the Avalanche, that's going to be a big deal. Um, You're going to have a lot of fans cheering you on. And for those that have need, haven't paid attention to the NHL, yes, the Avalanche did win the President's Trophy this year. Um, we'll get into the nitty gritty of that in a second. Um, but it, you also get last change, uh, line change in the playoffs, which is huge. And you can make the argument that for a couple, the past couple of game sevens that the Avalanche had had, not only were they in on a, on a foreign ice facing an away team as facing off as the away team in that game seven, but because of that, they didn't get a last chance to get their top line out there to create some goaling or goal scoring action or playmaking. And now this year throughout the playoffs, they had that. And their Diaz top line is recognized as one of the best in the entire NHL. So uh, that's going to be huge for the Avalanche this year as they make this deep playoff run. Uh, we'll get more into that. But uh, Braden Toro, he uh, had a question as to why the Knights didn't get it. Um, or essentially also why Carolina didn't get it as well. And, the nitty gritty of it is the President's Trophy is awarded to the best regular season points percentage uh, record, how many points you have throughout the league in the regular season. Um, Carolina ended up with 80 points. Vegas ended up with more points, but the Avs had the tiebreaker as they had a couple more, uh, I guess, regulation wins. They didn't have as many overtime games, wins or losses as the Knights did. So therefore the Avs are the best record get the president's trophy. So for those of you out there wondering why the Avs got it when the Knights kind of had a better point percentage or record, that is why the Avs held the point, the tiebreaker over uh, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, yeah, so the president's trophy is a big deal. And uh, as mentioned earlier, uh, the last time Colorado won it or earned it, I should say, they went on to win the cup. And that was back in 2001 with that great team of Peter Forshbatty, Joe Sackett, uh, Patrick Waugh, uh, Hey Duke, Adam Foote. And that's also the iconic moment of Ray Borg uh, lifting the cup for the first time. And uh, if you guys are curious about that, maybe we link uh, the video clip in our YouTube page as well as uh, on this podcast feed as well. But yes, So, Alan, what teams are in the playoffs? Let's uh, let's get right into the playoffs here. Okay. Um, how do you want to break it down? Should we break it down by divisions? By you, you tell me how. Uh, let's how we... let's go divisions first, and as we go into that, let's kind of explain how they're uh, working a bit this year. So, the Stanley Cup playoffs are a little different this year, Alan. Uh, yes, I did see that. Well, and, let's uh, explain it for the people here. Okay, basically, um, you first start facing your own division, top four only going. So the best, the team who ended up winning their division 
who ended up facing the team who clinched the last fourth spot of their division. And two and three will go at it in their own division. Like, I'll give you an example. In, in the, I'll give you an example as I'm pulling this up on my phone. Uh, in, say in the Central Division, um, Carolina, is go, the Hurricanes are facing the Nashville Predators. And the number two Florida Panthers are facing the defending Stanley Cup champions and number three seed in the Central, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, that's actually the first time that these two Florida teams have gone on gone at it in the playoffs. Yes. Um, and the Panthers have had a hard time making the playoffs for a long time. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to see. Um, we'll get into predictions here in a minute, but it, I don't, so I don't want to give too much away, but it's, it's going to be interesting on, on what I think and what Alan has to mm-hmm. think about that. Um, so after this for seven game series, so for after these first seven game series, Alan, what, what happens next? From there, um, Basically, the winner of the, the two matchups, um, they'll play the they'll play their kind of like a division final, you could call it that, whatever, and they'll go at it. And then whoever wins that, then will go to what's the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think this year they're called the semifinals for what for uh, whatever reason, probably just because of the COVID situation. But yeah, so if for example, let's say Vegas and Colorado win their series versus the Wild and Blues. They end up facing off in round two, and the winner of that goes to the, co- the conference finals, and they can face pretty much anywhere in the Western, anyone in the Western Conference. And then after that, they go on to the Stanley Cup finals and play for the Cup for Stanley. So that's kind of how the playoffs work this year, Alan. So uh, I think it's I think it's good that it's a little different. I mean, the Stanley Cup playoffs are the hardest in all of sports. Oh, uh, yeah. I do that a lot of people that. have mentioned that, um, which makes the Stanley Cup probably the hardest championship trophy to win in all of sports. Um, with how intense that they are, the way the game is so different in playoffs and regular season, um, the atmosphere is so different. Um, if you guys get a chance to watch a playoff hockey game, do it. Um, this year, it's the final year they'll be on NBC. So uh, make sure you tune into that. Uh, I'll have my NHL TV going tonight to watch the first game of Avs Blues. Uh, so hashtag go Avs go. <laughs> but uh, well, uh, let's start with the North Division. Um, Alan, you and I in the beginning of the year kind of thought the uh, picked our teams to win it. And the team that ended up winning the division was Toronto. Um, I think we both were pretty agreed. agreed yeah. Um, agreed to that um, we saw that coming I said there was a possibility for Edmonton to come up especially when you have Connor McDavid on that team yes um, and they finished second and then did you have the Jets or did I have the Jets Winnipeg coming in uh I don't I don't recall um I probably should have watched the our preview but, uh, <laughs> okay we're gonna start writing these down a bit more so let me pull up yeah, the word we will, document that here. We'll see who got him right who got him right who got him wrong who deserves uh a candy or whatever or who deserves a little bit of a you know what you probably you probably should have evaluated but uh 
But I, I, however, Montreal, it was a little bit of a surprise. Um, I, even though I did have them in that last spot, which it didn't surprise me at all. The Jets, um, I, I, yeah, I do remember now. I did have the Jets in. Um, I think we both it was did. Just, yeah, I, it was just like I don't know how long they could, they could last. Yeah. So, so pretty much, I, I would say the North was pretty much accurate. I would say so too. I think. Um, I also predicted that it was either going to be Montreal or Calgary that took that four spot. Um, and it ended up being Montreal. And I was listening to, uh, locked on NHL the other day, and they were mentioning that Toronto and Montreal haven't faced each other in the playoffs in a very long time. Uh, I want to say it was not, hasn't been since the seventies. I'll have to fact check myself on that. Um, but either way, it's, it hasn't been for a very long time here. And, uh, just as a reminder, let's pull up these divisions here for everybody. Um, so yeah, these were the divisions. Um, yeah, let's make this go full screen. Yes, go right ahead. All right. So these are our NHL divisions. So this is what we're talking about for playoffs. Um, these guys, they played each other at least eight times. And ironically, uh, Vancouver is actually still playing some uh, regular season games due to their massive uh, COVID outbreak. Um, let me pull them up real quick. But Alan, let's keep going with the playoffs real quick before we talk too much about that. Yes. Okay. Um, should we go? We've talked Central. we talked North. Should we go into the East? Um, well, before we get too much further, let's get some round predictions on the North real quick. Who do you got winning this, this, these first rounds? Do you have Toronto beating Montreal, or do you see an upset there? I think Toronto Toronto will beat them. Um, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. Um, I think Toronto will beat them. They'll move on. Uh, do they still play best of seven, or how many do they play? Yeah, it's still best of seven. Okay, all right. So do you got uh, how many just, games do you got it going in? Do you, do you see a clean sweep here in a four? So a four uh, games. I'll sweep? probably give the Canadians to win one. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be generous. Just give them one. Yeah, that's right. I think, yeah, I think Toronto. They like they're back in the playoffs. They they want to be like, hey, we're not we don't we don't want to be. Hey, we have the best record of our division. We're in the playoffs, but we want to continue forwards and they want to really keep their momentum going. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I want to say there's going to be an upset here. Um, Montreal's. Yeah. Well, the reasoning is Montreal's been playing uh, Toronto very well all year. Um, My only question with Montreal is their goaltending and against like the top line and goal scorers of Toronto. But Toronto's notoriously been unable to get through the first round in a long time. And I think, and a lot of those players have experienced that. I mean, they got out of the first round last year too. Um, You can talk about bubble effect or whatever. Um, But honestly, I think that's in their heads and that might knock them out of the playoffs. So I want to say Toronto's going to go far in the playoffs. I do. But for me, it's you got to prove it, you know, like, they just haven't proven that they can get out of the first round of the playoffs to me mm-hmm. yet. So 
until they do, I'm going to say there's going to be an upset. Okay. Uh, but I just, but you mentioned, I just, you, you could pretty much score in Montreal if you have the personnel. And I think Toronto in that series, they do have the personnel to, to just make Montreal nervous. And that's, that's going to be a factor in any hockey game. If you can make, if you have a weak goal, goal protection and you bring in the, you, your personnel is the best or top five, whatever, you're going to win pretty much 99% of the time. So I, that, I just believe Toronto will beat them in five. Yeah, I think it's going to go five or six games, to be honest. Um, and either Montreal or Toronto will come on top. I just think it's going to be um, how each team deals with everything and whether or not uh, the uh, the Montreal Canadiens can pull up that uh, yeah. upset and, and stop Austin Matthews, who's been on a tear this season. Um, he's like, he'll probably get second in a Hart Trophy candidacy voting this year. Awesome. Okay, so let me uh, pull up this Word document here. Let me get it all set. Uh, okay, so for those that might have missed uh, our YouTube video on our MLB season preview, Alan and I brought, made a Word document of our picks for who was going to win each division and make the playoffs. And we're going to do the same here with uh, hockey here. And uh, we'll, we'll make a graphic of uh, who wins each division. So, uh, yeah, hold on one second. So, Alan... You have, well, let's, okay, so I won't write anything down until we get into, like, the semifinals, because, uh, or, I don't know how we're going to do this yet, but I'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <we will. laughs> All right, so, ah, maybe this way, no, anyway, uh, in our second series, we have Edmonton versus Winnipeg, um, honestly, I'm going to go with Winnipeg, uh, not Winnipeg, sorry, uh, Edmonton here. Uh, Same, Edmonton. Connor McDavid, one of the best players in all of NHL, if not the best player. Um, he uh, he just had a hundred point season in fifty six games. That's like Wayne Gretzky level of pretty much of yeah. offense and scoring. Um, so honestly, I think if Edmonton is going to do well in these playoffs, Connor McDavid has to put him on their, his back. I don't think with Lionel Drysaddle. They have to work. They work well together, so it's going to be that duo that keeps them going. Um, my question is: Is Edmonton deep enough to uh, provide enough depth and scoring for when those team, those two players, are off the ice? Yeah, I do agree. Edmonton is. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. They were up high as far as scoring, which that's what the, that's their mo. They will score, score, score. It will come down to like how well can they defend. And in these playoffs, you have to have the best of both. And um, But if Edmonton can win with offense and win enough with defense, then uh, we'll see what Edmonton does. But I do agree, Edmonton, they, they, will, they won't have any problems with Winnipeg. And I see this series going five games as well. I think Winnipeg has, mm -hmm. has enough to win one. Um, I think Winnipeg is a playoff contender for sure. Um, I think they just have a couple more pieces before they're cup contenders. Whereas Edmonton is in that middle tier of playoff contenders where they're possibly cup contenders. 
but they might have a little bit left to prove. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. So, um, yeah, so we'll just stick with round one here, I think. And then once round two happens, we can go further. But so round two, Alan, is going to be, we have Toronto and Edmonton. Um, honestly, that's a matchup that a lot of NHL players want to see or people followers want to see. Uh, you have McDavid versus Matthews. Honestly, the two, uh, one of the two biggest goal scorers in, in all of hockey right now with Nathan McKinnon not far behind him. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's going to be a great matchup. Uh, well, we'll get we'll talk about round two after we preview all of round one. So I think today we'll just stick with round one um, and make and go further. Uh, but we'll see because we, we have a crunch for time today. So maybe we do it. We keep going. Um, in the central, we had it was Hurricane versus Predators, Penguins versus Islanders, and uh, Hurricanes versus Predators starts tonight at six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So that'll be seven o'clock your time, Alan. Mm -hmm. uh, I I got the uh, this series going seven games. I think Nashville. Which one? The Hurricanes versus Predators. I think Nashville's very hungry to prove that you know they're not the bottom of the league. This bottom tier team in the league and they're so hungry and i think carolina though I, I i picked them to go in the playoffs and i think they'll go very far in these playoffs but so i have this series go, series going six or seven games with uh, carolina pulling it off well, i do agree i would say six six or seven um would would be realistic uh, both teams they have something to play for um i would say they both have something to lose in this case, but uh, I do agree Carolina will win, but you mentioned it. Uh, it's going to be six or seven. I absolutely do agree with you with that. Yeah, and I think, honestly, Carolina has enough to make it a deep playoff run here. It all depends on uh, excuse me, who they face in round two, whether it's the Penguins or the Islanders. Alan, you're a Pittsburgh fan. Do you have your pens going over uh, the Islanders here in round one? And it's going to be seven games. Seriously, it's going to be seven games. Uh, I mentioned in the episode that um, I did with our good friend, Brendan Toro, the Islanders getting Palmieri there uh, from the Devils was a huge pickup. And even though they were fourth, uh, the Islanders are no joke. Uh, these guys, um, they were a game away from going to the Stanley Cup and they want to get back to that position again. It's not going to be easy. Anytime you play a Sydney Crosby-led team, you need to be at your best. And yes, the Islanders won game one. It's going to go up to seven games. I would say both East Division matchups are going to go seven games. And the next round, they're going to go to seven games just because it's tough. And it's been the toughest division, in my opinion, in the past two seasons. And Pittsburgh will get over New York, over the Islanders, but it's going to be seven games. I won't be surprised if several of those games go to overtime or up to a shootout. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Islanders on this. I mean, while I think it's – I agree it's going to go seven games, I think we're also forgetting that this team almost made the Stanley Cup last year. Um they took the champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, to seven games and almost won it. I watched that game. The Islanders arguably could have won that game. Um, so, honestly, I think 
it's it's a toss up, but I'm and uh, while I don't normally pick Alan's teams, I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is not just because uh, I want to see uh, get pick or uh, go against. You Alan don't want to join in the celebration? You can join in. There's no no, no man. It's more of I honestly in this case I think it's more of I think the Islanders with who they have on that team, what they have to prove is a lot and honestly i think it's going to go seven games it's going to be hard fought on both sides but and so i'm going either way but i'm going to pick the islanders just because they they took the tampa bay lightning in the eastern conference finals last year to seven and i know they have that in them and honestly i think it's they're going to go far again in this year's playoffs okay yeah it's going to be well, at both series, um, I know what we're getting ahead with Washington and Boston. And uh, uh, we forgot to mention the Florida series in depth, so we'll have to go back uh, and cover that. Yeah, well, but just a quick mention on, on Boston and Washington, same thing. You saw what happened like a couple of days ago. Both of them went into overtime. That's just the East, man. That's what, that's what it is. And I think we're going to, as I mentioned, I won't be surprised if both series – have games where they go into overtime or or into a shootout because these teams know each other. It, this isn't about X's and O's. This is about let's go at it and let's go at it. Yeah, I agree. Um, while I, I'm cheering for Alexander Ovechkin to uh, do well in this year's playoffs and maybe get hoist that Stanley Cup again, um, I have a hard time rooting for the Capitals, especially after that whole uh, event with Tom Wilson with uh, against the rangers where with what he did to panarin um so just and while washington is currently leading that series um i'm going to go with and it it hurts to say this but i'm going to pick boston to win this series just because i don't want to see tom wilson have success i think he's he's the dirtiest player in all of hockey and he honestly should have been suspended for what he did to the rangers that night and what ha- the NHL uh, safety office did and what they did to the Rangers after they got called out for that is a joke. And, you know, like that's not, and that's not even a hot take out there. You know, everybody in hockey is saying that's what, yeah, what happened there is a joke. That. 100%. I agree with that. You know, Tom Wilson, he's good at what he does, but when you play like that and you seriously hurt another player like the way he did, um, you just got to expect that no one's really going to support you after something like that. And, yeah, and I do agree. And I he has a Boston, history of doing it too. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. And I think Boston, uh, they all, they do have physical players because that's how they've always played. And um, it's going to be a very interesting series, how Boston handles it. Um, I'm actually going to pick the Bruins. Um, it's going to be seven games, but I think Boston – uh, does have the physicality? Can they keep this up going into next round? Uh, that will be a question I have to. Uh, we'll, we'll, we probably won't answer till after it starts, but I do agree. I think Boston they will. They'll probably give Tom Wilson a little bit of of the medicine. And if he would have done it straight up, fist fighting, oh no big deal. We'd probably be like, all right, we love that, yes. But the matter of fact that he hurt somebody. I think Boston, they're going to be like, okay, you, okay, you want to play that way? Let's go. And they do have the personnel to do that. Yeah, I agree. And 
you saw the Rangers take care of business themselves with opening puck drop. They yes. had three different fights going. And as a fan, that's kind of fun to see. But when you know the backstory of why they're all fighting like that, you don't blame them. You you can't blame them. Um, they they felt they had to take things into their own hands, and that's what they did. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but you know that's what sports do. Sometimes the players feel like they have to police the game themselves, and that's how they they play sometimes. And in that case, I feel it was justified. So um, we're not going to go into depth on the Tom Wilson case. If you really want to learn more about it, there's podcast episodes all about it. Lock on NHL has one. Um, I really enjoyed that. Those takes on it. Um, ESPN has articles about it. Um, but honestly, it's already been talked about enough. And it, he, Tom Wilson doesn't deserve this much talking about but when you have a history of doing something like that, like in every other sport, I feel like he would have been fined and suspended for a long time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the way the safety office was handling a lot of the suspensions and fines this year is been a joke. So, uh, yeah. And it's not the first time Mm-mm. they've done this. It's no, not. It, it honestly isn't. And yeah, there, I don't know what else to say about it, honestly, yeah. Alan. Me neither. I don't know what else. But uh, we we uh, we forgot about a series, man. How did we do that? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you how. I uh, I scrolled up too far on my phone and missed the Panthers versus Lightning series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, human error on my part in this particular episode. I mean, hey, I'm human. It happens. Um, yes. Lightning took yeah, game one, Alan, in this series, and honestly, it was a good game. Uh, watch the recap. It could have gone. Yeah, they I were did. playing. I hard. did watch that as well. I watched the recap. I, it was amazing. I'm I'm gonna say this one. It will go six games. Uh, but Tampa Bay, pretty much everybody returning. Um, it, that plays a huge factor for the Lightning, and experience will matter. Um, so I believe Tampa Bay will move on, and will still defend the Stanley Cup. Still. Yeah, I I want to go with Tampa Bay, but watching them while they got their key players back healthy, they just look tired out there on that ice, man. I don't know what it is. I think it's because of how the bubble affected that playoffs last year. And they didn't the Stanley Cup go six games, six or seven games? Uh, it went six. So they had a long playoff series. I mean, their conference finals went seven games. Um, so they, they had a long playoffs last year, and I think it's starting to get to them. I think they're starting to feel a little tired. Um, so I think, like you, it's going to go six or seven games. And uh, if it goes seven, I think Florida's going to pull out game seven. If it goes six, I think Tampa Bay wins it. Um, okay. That's good to know. I just think Tampa Bay start to get a little tired out there on the ice. And... Just a little. I know it, it does happen, like any any sport um, that. And you can't blame them, really. And you can't like, but I do believe Tampa Bay. Um, they're gonna figure it out. Um, they've been in this situation before, and it's just a matter of okay, how do I approach it? And I, they will figure it out. I do believe that. In yeah, the no light. doubt. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think the Lightning have what it takes to win it. It just depends mm-hmm. on do they have it in them right now. They're start, they're looking a little tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I that just might be 
my perceptions, um, just watching a few of the games that I've seen of them, they're starting to look a little tired. Um, but honestly, I think if they go the, the shorter they can keep their series, the better for them per, health wise, um, energy wise and everything. So I think if they yeah. can keep these series shorter, they'll, they'll do better. Um, the longer they go, I think the more they, their opponent in these series hat can I agree. take over. Absolutely. I do agree. All right. Um, we saved arguably some of the more exciting matchups for last. Um, and uh, we'll start with the series that's already started. Um, most, we'll we'll uh, talk about the Knights versus Wild. And uh, I've been kind of trash talking a little bit in our group chat on Facebook with yeah, the Noble Sports guy. <laughs> Um, and there's there's some uh, truth behind all that. Uh, so Minnesota is no joke this year. They're they're playing really well. Um, and honestly, this is one of the best matchups in the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, now this is a little West Division bias. I will admit that I think all these divisions are really good. The other ones I'm looking forward to seeing are just Panthers versus Lightning, the Pens and Islanders. I just want to watch all these, man. Playoff hockey is the best. Yeah. <laughs> They're all good matchups, to be fair. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. I, I do agree with them 100%. But I think the Vegas Knights and Minnesota Wild matchup is one of the upper tier ones just because of how well these teams have played each other. And Toro was a little sad last night, especially after Minnesota won it in, in a turn three overtime. Uh, but uh, who do you got winning this series, Alan? And who. I think Ooh, uh, Vegas it's going to win, win it. it. It's going to be seven, though. It's yeah, going to be hard. Hard. And I did pick Vegas to actually hoist Lord, Lord Stanley, but it's going to be hard for them to, um, to beat the Wild. Um, we, we've mentioned it several times in um, group chats that they, they've had a tough time versus Minnesota. And um, I think we're it's going to go seven. Las Vegas will win it. But I do believe if if we have a Dallas Star uh, type-like team that's going to spoil uh, the playoffs, I think it's going to be Minnesota. If they move and beat Vegas, I think that would be the team who could – who could they could even spoil your avalanche. And we're, we'll it's possible for them. sure. We'll talk about them in a few in after this, but I do believe that if that if Minnesota beats Vegas, there's a likelihood that they can make it all the way to the Stanley Cup. But Vegas, it's that they, they will win it, but it's going to take them seven games. It's going to be hard. Yeah, hard and I think that's the key. Is I think this goes seven games. I don't know who has home ice advantage in this series. I want to say it's Vegas. Uh, yeah, it's Vegas. That's a, so they'll have – if it goes game seven, it'll it'll be harder for Minnesota to win it. But if they've already won the first game in Vegas with Vegas having full capacity at this point for their, their arena, um, yeah. that clearly doesn't phase Minnesota at all. And for whatever reason, like, we're sorry to all your ve- the Vegas fans that tune in to us. But, like, you guys just have not had much success against uh, Minnesota this year. You're in your team's history, you've never even won in Minnesota. You've had not very much success against this team for whatever reason, whether it's the playing style or the matchups or what. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury, great goalie. He He's going to save your back in these games if you let him. And clearly yeah. last night he did. 
But honestly, like, this is going to be can Minnesota, can Vegas finally win in Minnesota and start to have some success there? Um, and honestly, I think they're not going to. Um, I think it's going seven games, but I, I'm picking Minnesota. Yeah, and I think if Vegas steals a game in Minnesota, then, we'll then they'll win okay. it. Okay, but it's going to come down to, yes, like, can they win on the road? Can they, like, figure out their Minnesota um, trip? Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll, that will happen in the third game and fourth. But for Vegas, it's all they have to start playing well. What got them into who they are. Exactly. Um, and honestly, I think what most of what I've been saying is see you next year, Vegas. And I think that's going to stay true with this series. Um, not that as an ads fan, I'm not afraid of either of these teams. We have winning records against all of the teams in our division. Um, so I'm not afraid of any of these teams, to be fair. But honestly, I think this was the matchup that was meant to happen because – if Vegas can win, they'll. I think they'll be okay and satisfied with that, and they'll play the Avs hard. But I think the Avs will win that series. But honestly, and same with Minnesota, whoever plays, I got the Avs winning. Um, yes, I'm fan biased in that, but there's some truth. I was in- going to ask you. I was going to well, mention. But there's also point. some truth to that. When you have winning records against everybody in your division, like there's some. Yeah, it's regular season, but that matters in playoffs right like sure these teams will take a couple games you know that's playoffs that's that's, that's uh, i don't know about you. that though but I, like i, I don't know the regular about that, season then, has merit doesn't it well a, a little bit but then guess what like i've seen in different sports yes and including hockey where at the end the regular season it doesn't matter you just like okay like we've been close in beating them okay let's let's beat them let's figure out and and use it against it and it does ha- it, it happens so you have to also look at it that perspective of it. okay we faced it before they're gonna come hard at us we need to respond and we need to come hard at them because if you if you have that mindset oh we beat them in the regular season no big deal we'll be fine well that type of mindset will will give you a big wake up call or if you don't wake up that it'll probably be like told you like teams do change they they do change oh and that's true and not just in players but also they do change in how and how they approach when you are facing them no and that's and that's fair like i'm not saying like it's going to be an easy road for sure um but honestly as an abs fan i'm not afraid of anybody that will face in the playoffs Ooh. um Ooh. <laughs> and Ooh, like not afraid well and why should I be? But, you know, like this Minnesota Wild Series is going to be fun to watch. And um, I think it's going to be the best series in this playoffs. But if Vegas plays Colorado in round two, that's going to be pretty much like the Detroit Red Wings versus Colorado Avalanche of old. That's going to be basically for the Stanley Cup. Whoever wins that series is going yeah. to the Stanley Cup and possibly winning it. And I have no doubt of that in my mind. I do agree with that. Um, so it'll, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, but yeah, I had the wild in seven, you have Knights in seven. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's go as blues here, Alan, who you got? 
Avs and Blues. Well, um, I will pick the Avalanche. Um, I feel it's going to go six. Hey, I, I am realistic here, but it's going to go <laughs> six. I would say five, five or six. The only, I think the Blues, the only way they can, um, they can win is if they can, if they can find a way to score on the Avalanche defense mm. and find cracks on them, then I think the series will, will extend even to seven games. That's if they can find a way to get past the Avalanche defense because it's – I've seen it. You guys have a top-notch defense. Like, it's not easy to score on them. You have to either have the forwards to do it or you just have to create something. But that's the only way I can see the Blues pulling that upset is if they constantly give the Avalanche pressure on when they are – with the puck, given scoring, scoring, scoring. That is the only way. But that I can see the Blues make some noise or possibly upsetting. But the Avalanche, um, I'll say five, six games at the yeah. least. I got it going five, six games. And, of course, I'm picking my abs. Um, but He has to. He has to. He's, he, <laughs> he considers himself an ambassador of the abs. I wouldn't say that. I mean. Not an ambassador. A fan ambassador <laughs> in, in Idaho. I would say that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, they're, they're the avalanche. And, you know, like, they're one of the best teams in Colorado at this point. Um, But, like, here's the thing. I need to get – while I'm confident and not afraid of anybody in these playoffs, I do respect our division. And that while we have winning records, we have also lost games to these teams. And a lot of it was after COVID pauses and whatnot, but I, so, but, and also off nights, which happen. Um, every team has those. And we've also had those nitty gritty wins that we've pulled off. Um, but the blues, they, they've given us a good fight every game. And it's been one, those are the games you want to watch. Um, yeah. The best part is, Brian O'Reilly, no, it is like one of the only forwards that I've seen and that can match up with Nathan McKinnon, to, at least to some degree. And if you can do that, you're going to have a little bit more success against the ass. But even at that point, we also have great goaltending, which we never thought would happen this year. Um, we have, I don't think he'll win it. And honestly, like he, I don't know how well he'll be considered, but Philip Grubauer, man, he's he's been Vesna candidate trophy level goaltending this year. And he has his moments where you're like, what are you doing? But at the same time, like when you have the team's confident playing in front of your goaltender, like you and you can see that when they're on the ice, they're more confident in front of uh, Grubauer than they are in, in front of Dubnik or uh, uh, Jonas Johansson. Um, mm-hmm that they traded for. And I think that's really just shows how much trust they have in that, in uh, his level of play this year. And I think that's, yeah. what's going to help carry the ads this year is while their goaltending, it's maybe still a weakness. You could argue, um, especially because we haven't seen it in the playoffs yet. I think the way the team plays in front of Grubauer is enough to carry the ads this year. Um they're just so confident in front of him, man. Like I haven't, you haven't seen 
that level of confidence in their other goalies, the way they have this trust in Grubauer. I mean, Grubauer's had seven shutouts this year, and a lot. And while you know it's West Division, you have like bottom tier teams. Like seven shutouts is no yeah. joke, and some of them came against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, Wild and Blues. So the competition was was fierce, for him, and he he yeah. pulled it off. And I, agree with that. I think the Blues are going to win some games, but honestly, like the Avs are really good in Ball Arena, and they're really good on the road. Um, they went. I want to say four and one in their last road trip. And that included a good uh, regulation win against Vegas that led them to win the president's trophy. And I think that gave this team even more confidence to go far in these playoffs. Okay. Um, I can see why I do agree with all of that. And you mentioned the goalkeeper, like it's going to come down to that. Can they find a way to, to score on him? Because basically he's been uh, a little bit. So, so you mentioned it, but uh, it hasn't been a problem in the regular season. We'll see in the postseason. But um, just a quick question. How, how many of the, like, the Blue Stanley Cup uh, winners are still there? Like, they're still, the- their core is still there. Um, okay, their core. That's what I'm talking about. I think – because I, th- I do believe they still have that fight in them. Uh, anytime you've won or been to a Stanley Cup, um, Dave, um, you, you, you still – are like, we're still in it. And I think they're going to show a lot. But like I mentioned, Avalanche, they're just too much on the offense, too much on the defense. They're well-rounded for sure. Yeah, they are. So as as we end with the Avalanche, uh, they're going to win in five. But it will go seven if the Blues start making damage to the Avalanche defense then. We'll have we'll probably will have a different conversation. Probably for sure. Um, but yeah, so we'll preview round two as it gets closer. I think round one is good enough for today. Um, and we'll I Alan, who you got Vegas still winning the cup? Yes. All right. Of course I got my abs going to win the cup. Well, so we're kinda we're gonna wrap it up here today. Um, as I pull up our uh, our fun uh, outro, uh, but Alan, let's give a let's kind of start wrapping it up. Who uh, who do we want to shout out and keep going? Okay, well, I've thought about saving this shout out, um, even though I don't know the person, but he became an inspiration for me into getting into sports and into uh, sports, um, even doing some play by play while working at the college. So I'm gonna save that shout out. Um, when, when we preview the NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. which is gonna, it's basically gonna happen this week. And, but however, I will give a shout out to my family who is here. Uh, they're here right now, home, uh, just uh, exploring the wonders of Texas, um, showing them Dallas. Uh, my dad got, he, he kind of denies it, but he was uh, teared eye watching the stadium of his NFL football team, the Dallas Cowboys, or I call them Cowgirls, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> uh, he kind of knows that a little bit, but um, still, it was great taking them to Texas, and and even though they'll leave tomorrow um, back to Arizona, but still, it's always great having family with you, visiting with you, 
showing them around, but also get to know the nuances of what's going on in your hometown and the people who you hung around with. And if it's not for any of those people, uh, I wish I could mention them right now, but there's a lot. Um, without them, I probably would have not been in the position that I am close to graduating, starting this podcast with you. And really, I've had people come out and reach out. Uh, one of them was Orlando, and I hope we can bring him back to our playoff preview. And he was amazed at the article that I wrote on Gonzaga and their international outreach. And the more we have that, then the better we're creating, not just for ourselves, but also our communities in Denver and Colorado, Arizona, and wherever we are around the world. So shout out to my family and shout out to my community, my hometown of San Luis, Arizona. I love you. And I hope you listen to us because we bring you the best and the most positive that you can, you can get out of it anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I'll uh, do a quick shout out to my family here um, as well. I wouldn't be in my position without them as well. Uh, look us up on social media and uh, we'll just write it out. Stay safe, everybody, and hockey's for everybody. Stay safe.